I'm Omar. I'm Liana. I'm Noha. And this is Real Diverse. How have you guys been? And, uh, today we also have a special guest. You may be able to hear him. <laughs> yeah, he just it's... attacked my butt. <laughs> yeah, he's... Uh, his he name is Otis. <laughs> He's Liana's pug. Yes, Yay! Liana's pug. His name is Otis. So if you hear any, you know, sort of padding, licking, chewing, just like random Snoring. attacks from the side, I don't know. <laughs> that will be Otis. But oh, no. so if you hear him, that's that's who's making some background noise okay, today. Grab the toy and put it in his cone. He's really trying to get oh, at no. it. Oh, <laughs> okay, he, he got it. All right, I think he's happy now. So okay, anyways, what were we talking about? What uh, are we talking about today in this episode? We're talking about birthdays. Because it's Omar's birthday week. Woo! I'm so excited. I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> maybe we can. We don't. You don't have to disclose your age. But maybe you can talk about. I'm going to be like, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> We're all old. We're still in our 20s, but we are in our later 20s I've now. I've decided to stop aging. <laughs> oh, teach me. Yeah. I refuse to. Um, add any more numbers i think i will stay the age i am mm. you guys should adopt a similar practice actually i don't know it, it's like a joke right when um it's like joey and friends you know what, what they say <laughs> what yeah i know like it's it's everywhere like people keep having their like 24th birthday for like 10 years yeah but like one of my friends i just like she was like she told me she's like 28 and she just had her 26th birthday the other day so are you so nice i mean i, I don't want to say anything but it's it's good for them it's good yeah like, you know, like, i was enjoy. told yesterday that i look like i'm uh, 24 or something and i was like that's, that's about right i will take it yeah that's about right. as we get older we want to be in our early 20s yeah. yes of course although i have no shame in saying my age um, all right drum roll please tell them tell them how old you are <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What were you? Okay. Twenty-eight. <laughs> so. But anyways, no. the point. I like age is just like a number. Like, what does it even matter, right? Like, who cares how old you are? I I think it makes a difference, man. Really? Yes. Do you feel any different In what from aspect, though? last year? Like how oh, old yeah. you were? Like what? What? Explain. So I think the older you get, the wiser you. Well, I'm generalizing, but mm-hmm. the older you get, the more you understand about like okay. yourself and but, life and. But is that because the number one, like another number was added to your birth date or because of your life experience? No, because because of my life experience and yeah, I've had more time to develop. But I also think it's if someone's like, I don't know, like 38 and they act like they're 14, Mm. I'm going to have an issue with that. Like it's not just a number. Mm-hmm. You can be like, like young soul, whatever. Like, yeah, cool. That's 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 when age is just a number. But if but I think it, it matters with maturity. Okay, I guess yeah. is what I'm that's trying to fair. say. That makes sense. I do feel though, like the older I get, I still think I'm 18. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like oh. we we keep getting older, and I'm like, yeah, like I get maturity, life experiences that changes. You know, makes you the person you are today. But at the same time, I'm like, I understand why my managers or why my dad's always like. I still have the the idea that I'm 18. Like, I'm still young in my head because it's like a mental yeah. thing. And I'm like, yeah, like the years have gone. Like what? It's been like almost nine, 10 years since we've been 18 or whatever. Right. And I'm like, but it feels like just yesterday. Like, I'm like, no, yeah. I, I still remember. I don't know. It's so weird. Yeah. What about you, Omar? Like, how do you feel? Um, do you feel like know, it like matters how... that you're a year older now? 
I don't think it matters much, really. I'm, but like how Liana is describing that, just feeling like hey, 18. But now that I am sort of reflecting in this very moment, mm-hmm. I'm like 18 is such a drastically different time in my life. Yeah. Hell, I feel younger now. Oh, that's so different. Okay. I, honestly, because I mean, it is also, it's not just mentally. It's like physically, I'm like 30 pounds less than, <laughs> oh, yeah, than when I was fair. when I was 18. <laughs> And it's, I guess during my mindset when I was 18 was like very much like, oh my God, I, I'm going to be like an engineer or a lawyer or mm. or some other, you know, the big three yes. careers yeah. or something like that. And now I'm like, I want to be an actor. Yeah. Sorry, parent, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you get that courage with age. You get yeah. that yeah. like, I'm going to rebel against what's expected of me like, with the I, more you. Right now I'm like, I don't care what people think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also when you were 18, you weren't exposed to the other occupations or what else you could achieve you know you you're kind of limited to the scope that you're provided and you don't really see like oh i could do so and so and i could be this and that um but i don't know that's just my like let's be real like at 18 do we really have an accurate world view exactly no yeah absolutely it's so limited yeah it is very limited. But since we're talking about going younger, what about getting older? Like, do you worry about getting older since we are nearing our 30s soon? We are very close to our 30s. Noha, since you are the closest <laughs> to 30, why don't you start yeah, us off? <laughs> I, I've always wanted to be 30, even when I was five. I, really? Yeah. When I was younger, I thought that being 30 means you have some of your shit together. Yeah. And then... Uh, little did you know. Little, little <laughs> did I know, yeah. I, back in 2014, I was, I want to say 22. Mm-hmm. And I had a bunch of uh, 29, 30, 30-somethings, 30 year-olds working with me in the same office. So I was like, hey guys, like, let me, like, uh, I want to get your take on this theory. When you're 30, you have your shit together. What do you think? Yeah. And all of them just like looked at me in the eyes <laughs> and they, they just like shook their heads. Oh. and i was so, like oh I feel like that's I, when that's reality not. hit yeah <laughs> and then i was like oh shit never mind like yeah it doesn't it, matter oh, how my 20s suck are. and my 30s are gonna suck <laughs> but, but, oh but, my but God. i don't actually i'm still excited for my 30s i still think that it's I don't know. I, like all the 30 year olds in Hollywood, they hot as fuck. It's yeah. true. Yeah. I feel like when you're in your 20s, you're supposed Not just to be in your prime. Yeah. But I feel like it's your 30s that like you start like, taking better care yeah. of yourself. You just look better. You feel yeah. better. They say your 30s are your new 20s, right? I totally what, agree. I think 20s say. suck. Yeah, like all the early 20-year-old actors are playing like high schoolers or something like that. Right. And then the 30-year-olds are playing... 20-year-olds. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, no, yeah, they do. They are. Yeah, like they are. <laughs> yeah, but in real life too, like all the people that are in their 30s, I'm like, your skin is glowing. Like there's oh many great things you know about what? that age. It's because you start realizing in your late 20s that you have to start taking care of your skin. Yeah, which That's is kind of freaking. where I am. Oh, you too? Yeah. Mm. I follow all the dermatologists on TikTok and all they do. <laughs> I should do that. Yeah. And I'm just, I watch the derms and what they recommend on TikTok because it's quick and easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, social media with the derms. Now that's, okay. a, that's one good part about social media. Eh? Yeah. Like it's made this advice so, so available. Easy. I know for like, for me getting older, I'm always thinking, oh, you know, like I would rather be younger. I feel like the closer I get to 30, the less time. Like I feel like, 30s that milestone you have to hit to actually like i don't know like to me i think it's like once i hit 30 i lose out on a lot of opportunities or that's how i view it see i am a little bummed 
about like the 30s because when you do something exceptional, Mm -hmm. no one cares. You're in your 30s, fine. But if you do it at like 21 or 25, Mm -hmm. they're like, wow, this 25 year old like Mm -hmm. created, I don't know, like NASA. It's true. <laughs> or yeah, something. Yeah. But if NASA. you're 35 and you created NASA, they'd it's be like, like yeah, of course. It's fine. It's, yeah, it's you about time. Created it. <laughs> yeah. It's true, though. <laughs> I, even like, I know, like, because, you know, I always wanted to like move abroad and like work abroad or something. And for Canadians, we only have up until like 30 for a working visa. And then once you're after 30, it's like, mm, it's harder to get it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always like, my deadline is like 30 and I'm like, okay, by 30, you should also be married and have like oh. your life together. You know, like there's just so much pressure about I your 30s. Say, I say, oh, fuck that. <laughs> Especially with the getting married, yeah. like you should be like yeah. in a certain place with your dating life, like all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel okay. like because of that, people get like forced into a compromise into these relationships that they're not super happy with. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've just got to hit this you know this um, this benchmark by the time mm-hmm. I'm this old like, and i have already heard the whole like biological t- clock is taken and i'm like oh, i hear that all the time <sighs> leave me alone yeah leave my clock <laughs> <laughs> leave me clock alone <laughs> <laughs> that's true so what if you could pick one age to live forever what age would you guys choose hmm. and why okay now um I was thinking about this. How mm-hmm. old would I be forever? Like, honestly, like my age right now, I don't even feel like it's... It, how do I describe this? It's like the number is so... It doesn't have any meaning to me. I just feel like consistently the same thing. You know, because my mindset is so mm-hmm. in one direction. Like, I need to do this. I need to do that. Like, I just like to be in this phase forever. So you'd, you'd choose I 27? Choose now. Yeah, just be now. Yeah. So it's not really about the age. It's, it's not even about the age. The, like just my mindset and like my drive. I just like to keep it the way it is right now. Mm. I know. I don't know how much to be thirty. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, what thirty is? Is it staying with me forever? Like I'm. Yeah. Forever like, that this age? is forever the age you're gonna be. I would pick probably forty-two. Forty-two. Oh, okay. okay, that's Can very you expand specific. Expand on that Why? a little bit. Forty-two. <laughs> um, I feel like that's when you really have more of your shit together. Mm-hmm. you're you have enough life experience to like actually be able to like carry yourself and actually make real life decisions yeah and you could or could not have kids and that's something it's a good age for both yeah and um but i don't know am i gonna be tired because i want <laughs> i want the energy i had when i was 22 yeah because I, I was like so ambitious, so driven, like, and I'm still ambitious and driven, but it's kind of like worn out. Not worn out. It's more like um, I've become more of a uh, call it. It's e- like realist slash pessimist. Yeah, I've become more of that. I think I was more optimistic when I was younger. So I want to be 42, but with the optimism of 22. (laughs) I think you only get to choose one. (laughs) Maybe you can like... Fine, I'll be 22. But but hold on. (laughs) But all the other things that come with 22, you don't want to... No. You want the life of 42, but... Yeah, I had many identity crises. Yeah. Yeah, that's the age you get them. That's why I think 20s suck. 20s are so like overrated. Yeah, 20s are really, they're more formative years. Mm -hmm. This idea that like, you know, you have to do all this, you know, at, at in your 20s, it's so outdated that the world was completely different when these things were formed. Uh, right now, a person saving money, it's like so hard to buy a house. Oh my God, yeah. If some, Inflation. Like sure, like 40, 50 years ago, like a 22 year old could save up for a year, buy a house. But right now, you, you could take like 10, 15 years. Yeah. 
and even with dating honestly it's more complex than i feel our parents age i know my parents had an arranged marriage right? so it wasn't complex at all but like <laughs> here it's i don't know how to describe it but like you, you know what's interesting um i know my parents got married at a very young age and they had me uh like my mom had me when she was like 19 20 and so now for us like me and my siblings we don't plan on if we have children, we don't plan on having children until much later, like in our thirties. And they always say like, well, it's a give and take. Cause if you have children later on in life, you don't have the energy and mm. you're going to be that older parent or whatever. Right. Um, and then what I'm seeing or what I'm like kind of noticing now is like the younger generation, they want to have children earlier. Mm-hmm. So it's like, really? yes. Have you noticed that? Like when I talk to like, or from what I've heard, I guess like the younger younger kids now they just seem to want to have children earlier like when our parents had us um versus like how we just want to have children later and focus on ourselves and like careers and whatnot well maybe those kids just haven't gone through two economic recessions (laughs) 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 touche very good point yeah (laughs) let's let them suffer a little bit yeah (laughs) uh so noha you would choose 22 or 42 I think it's 30. We take the average. Yeah, we'll, take, <laughs> yeah, we'll do 32 for now. Okay. What about you, Leanna? I always said I would want to be like 23. Oh. Yeah, because okay. 23 was just such a good year for me. And they say that's like a woman's prime. Oh. That's when you're just like, your skin is, you know, your, I don't know, your youth or whatnot. That's really? what they say. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I don't know. I've gone with it. So I was like, okay, 23. Okay. But I did have like really good year. Like tw- when I was 23. What happened when you were 23? Well, I was getting ready to graduate school. I had my study abroad in Singapore. You're meeting friends. You're having fun. Um, like I've been in like a committed relationship. So that was always good. But it was just, yeah, like you just, I don't know. It was such a good year I felt. Like I felt mm-hmm. like I was just happier and so i always think back on that year but you know you are broke (laughs) you're a student you have all these other things that you're like oh i didn't want that so when i think about it more i'm like i would probably be along i would i think more 30s as well like i think 30 would be like a good year to stay for the rest of my life because then you're kind of like yeah i don't know i'm I'm going back and forth with the 30 and the 20s yeah yeah, it's like one thing. Yeah, because yeah, you look forward to the future. I but. did. I had like the most cop out answer. I'm like, now. I just want to be this. <laughs> I don't want anything to change. Just keep it like this. I don't care. But that's good though, because I think that speaks a lot to like you're the person you are, like that you um, are very present. Like you're present right now versus like someone that reflects back on the past or someone that's too forward thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, honestly, I think it's the optimal way of being. Like, you should yeah focus on what you have right now, even if you're working on smaller projects. Like, give it your all, you know. And does Otis have something to say? I know. I'm sorry. How old would you like to be, Otis? <laughs> Otis started graying at two, oh. so oh. man is old, but he but probably would want to be like a puppy forever. A year and a half, probably. Yeah, like a year and a half sounds like a good age for him. Right, Otis. Um, yeah, so do you think your personality has changed with your age? Like, if you compare your personality oh, from yes. when... <laughs> okay, Noah, Absolutely. you start us off then. Oh my God, in so many ways. 
Like, uh, uh, what ages are we comparing? Let's just start off when we were, like, in high school, university, and now. (gasps) High school was, uh, I I still had, like, the same keenerness that I have. And but I was like very ambitious and and like unrealistically like oh, I'm gonna like someday like live on an island and I have like my jet ski and my own private yeah. jet and all this like stupid MTV shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then in university, because I moved countries and I came to university here, um, I started facing reality and and just I realized that there's a lot of things that I won't be able to do at the expected age and i put like air quotes here like getting a house like i don't think i'll have a house in the next 10 years i know it's so expensive probably not i start from like way below zero i feel (laughs) and um and then now compared to when i first came which was nine or ten years ago there's so much that's changed like my personality has changed certain values that i had have changed i see more of the flaws that I used to have in my personality when I was younger because of the culture. Mm. Um, and I hold on to certain things that were cultural cultural in my personality now because I'm like, oh, I recognize this is a good trait that I have and it's a result of my culture from back home. So I'm going to keep holding on to this. But there's many things that I was like, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> that was the old Noha. <laughs> yeah, old Noha. Well Circa Britney from- Spears years. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. Your Britney Spears was still popular when you were in high school? It doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Britney for life. (laughs) Britney for life. Hashtag free Britney. No, I will say this though. I I am still obviously like I jam to Britney every like once in a while in the car. Like I put on an album and I listen to it and sing top of my lungs to it. But I'm just very, I'm not trying to convert anyone into it. (laughs) Into the Britney Spears religion. Which had like a Britney Spears cult going on (laughs) in high school. I was trying to convert all my friends into fans and none of that worked. (laughs) Oh my god! None of them like her. What kind of like cultural things are you talking about? Um, Stuff that I hold on to are like some of this, some of the humor. Uh, Certain... There's certain things that are like, you know, you're like go-getter, like stuff like that I feel are motivated by my family and my culture. So these are things I hold on to. Other things that are related to sexism, homophobia, like stuff like that, that were very much in our culture, I obviously have given up on. And uh, uh, like there were moments where I was like, did not really recognize it or see it or whatever just because of this is like the only frame of reference you have and sexism too like there's many i don't think i was sexist but there's many things that i didn't see as sexist mm-hmm. are some people just are they okay in that like should we tell them like are you, are you know okay, i'm trying though. to say that like the thing is they are okay and these are like like hi educated <laughs> friends that i have and they are feminists and yeah. all this kind of stuff but there's just stuff in the culture yeah that it's ingrained like it's that's ingrained in you were the brought people. up that way mm-hmm. and yeah. you don't they didn't even see they didn't even like see it they didn't even flinch yeah i feel like you wouldn't know about any of that stuff until you actually experience it like i know like you know our parents like my parents immigrated here from like china and vietnam and they'll always talk about poverty and how we're so fortunate but you won't understand that until you see it firsthand yourself, right? Yeah. Like they can describe it as much as possible, but you're always going to be like, okay, sure, dad, like I'm going through the same thing. I also have to walk to school. <laughs> <laughs> First world problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then when you actually go there and you're like, oh, 
I see what you mean and you experience it for yourself. That's when you, you truly understand. So your friends, even if you were to tell them it's like ignorance is bliss, like they're not going to fully understand the concept until say they come here and they witness other people clearing up their own fucking place. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then they're going to be like, they're like oh, men can do that. It's yeah. They weren't physically exactly. capable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> their manliness won't diminish yeah. if they have the cigarette after they put their dish in the sink. Oh. What about you, Omar? What about, um, how, how do you think your personality changed with age? Mm. Or did it? It's definitely changed a lot. When I was younger, like I was explaining earlier when i was 18 i just wanted to be an engineer or something right like something boring something typical just live that typical life mm-hmm. but i don't know around like university time i was like god damn i hate this i don't know if i want to strive for just these normal things anymore let's try to be something bigger and then like and, and then i reached that mindset which i i, I was saying that i just want to stay in forever like Mm. not exactly then about two or three years after that I, I don't know i feel like i've i've kind of wanted more now i want more i expect more out of life but at the same time i'm working harder as well a lot of things like i like i'm like i'm an introvert around 18 i was really an introvert like i was so anxious i don't want to talk like this kind of thing mm. even this podcast thing would be really difficult for me to do oh my god yes yeah and me then, too and then like i tried to be an extrovert especially around university ages. Like, I don't know, I really wanted to be an extrovert for some reason. Mm. It's because be- it's rewarded. Yeah. I really th- had a, like a deep thinking session about this. Yeah, it is rewarded. Eh? It's, Wait, yeah. what do you mean? Why? Like, why? I feel, I feel extroversion is rewarded and introversion isn't. Like, if you, especially oh. in business school, the three of us that obviously we went to, mm-hmm. um, not just this business school, I mean, like, in business in, in general. general. Yeah most of the ceos are extroverts and stuff like statistically extroverts are rewarded more and like we were always like every single class had at least one group project mm-hmm. and there was always participation mm-hmm. marks where you had to uh, like speak up in class right. and stuff like that and that's not really something that introverts yeah. want and it's not really something that helps them learn but it's something that we had yeah. to do anyway because it was Required. But if you, but yeah. it was required, and if you were an extrovert, to you that's like nothing. It's yeah, like yeah. you can, yeah, you will speak up in class, and and. But I think there's mis like I think people they align extroversion with like being outgoing and whatnot. But I think like when you do the Myers and Briggs or whatever those personality tests are, like if you're extroverted, it's more so that you like gain energy from being around people, not that you just speak up in class or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I'm like, when I take the test, like, I'm typically considered an extrovert, but I would never speak up in class. Like, I'm not mm. that person that's going to raise my mm. hand and, like, speak out. Mm. Right? I mm-hmm. don't know. It's a lot to think about. Yeah. So I wanted to be, I don't know, I just had this image of being an extrovert, being a CEO or something. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> but I, I think at this point, I think I'm comfortable with being an introvert. Like, I don't really need to yeah. talk to everyone. I don't yeah. need to make all of the friends. I just, I'm okay. Yeah. You grew up. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's another way yeah. to put it. <laughs> I've also, I've also like, so there was a TikTok, not a TikTok, a TED Talk. <laughs> a TED Talk by uh, Susan Cain about introversion and like the fact that she was an introvert and like that everyone, it's 50% of the population, blah, 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 blah. Like go and listen to the talk. And when I saw this, I was like, hold on. <laughs> I've been not embracing my introversion for so long because 
I guess I, I wasn't supposed to be an introvert and like everyone says oh no he's shy she's so quiet and shy but I, I would always feel so wrong about this because I was quiet but I wasn't really shy yeah but I grew up with like everyone saying this and I was like okay I guess I am shy but when I like, you're like I'm not but, uh, but <laughs> yeah I didn't feel shy yeah. I was just quiet yeah and and I was observant and I would like observe and learn like through other people's experiences and like their, their conversations and stuff and um which now after I've really embraced my introversion, I'm like, I use this big time in writing. Like, when I write, I need to be an introvert. Yeah. Because I'm like, I need to observe. I need to, like, think in silence. I need to just, like, stare at a wall for hours until I, like, figure this story out and, like, put it down on, like, in, on a hypothetical paper. paper. Yeah. And I've really grown to embrace it. But I did think the introversion was, like, beat out of me. Like, I, I'm now, like, I obviously host a radio show, right. so I'm obviously comfortable speaking. Yeah. Um, I, this also yeah. podcast, like, I know mm -hmm. people are listening to this. Um, there's many things that I do. I, like, I'm, like, emceeing events and stuff like that. That Yeah, honestly, no one would ever think you're an introvert. No, yeah, and people get so true. surprised. People yeah. get so surprised when they ask me. And, like, right. or, like, when I'm, like, okay, like, I need to go. I'm, like, done. Khalas, I'm out of energy for the day. <laughs> okay. And and they're like, oh, where are you going? I'm like, I need to recharge. And they're yeah. like, oh, you're an introvert? What? 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 <laughs> That's that, that misconception people yeah. have. Because Ed, like, he, like my boyfriend, he's in sales. And he's typically in sales. You're considered mm. extroverted because you're always talking. You're always presenting. You're always whatever. But as soon as he's home, he's like, all right, leave me alone. To recharge. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, because he's introverted. Yeah. Yeah. But I had to be this way yeah. because... To actually function in adult world, I had to know how to talk to people. I had to like hustle. I had to like yeah. just put myself out there. I had to challenge myself. One time in a story class, the project was to do anything that tells a story and like the final project. And one of the things that you could do was perform. Mm. And I was like, I think it was just my second year in Canada. And I was obviously my first two years sucked. But I was like, you know what? I sent an email in the middle, literally it was like 1 a.m. where I sent an email to the prof and I was like, I will perform. I will sing. And yeah. that was not, no. <laughs> oh. It was good. It was good because it got me out of my comfort, comfort zone, zone yeah. a big time. But there was like 250 people in that class. Oh, wow. But I sang, we will rock you. And nice. I got the whole class to give me the beat. So like nice. the whole, oh, it was goodness. like a very participatory thing. Yeah. My leg was shaking the whole time. And I was like, oh. what do you fucking do with your hands? Like in front of 250 people who also brought their friends because other people were yeah. performing. Yeah. So like there was actually people sitting on the stairs. Yeah. Um, so that was a like a very scary do you feel, because you moved from a different country over here and you know nobody, did you feel it was easier to put yourself out there? No. If I was in the right headspace, yes. But I wasn't. I was depressed. No. It's one of those things that I thought was going to happen mm -hmm. before I came. I thought I was like, I can be anyone. I can choose who I get to be and all this kind of yeah. stuff. But that's just movie stuff. Oh. It didn't, sorry, oh. <laughs> it doesn't happen because oh. there's so many other things that you actually have to do and you can't run away from yourself in the way you are. And if you want to change things, yeah, you can, because I did challenge myself through, like I challenged myself to do this. I had never, yeah. 
I had never sung in front of people in, like in a performance. I mean, when I was really young, I did in like school choir, but that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. Um, but literally, I had friends in high school who didn't even knew, like they didn't even know that I sang, and I had to come up to them and like sit them down and be like, guys. <laughs> I sing. <laughs> and they're like, what? They're you have like, a voice? Sing? Yeah, they're like, you, you can sing. And oh, they're like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, the quiet, shy one. <laughs> no, no. Like, And they were like, oh, so why don't you sing us something? And I was like, okay, let's go to like an empty classroom. Well, yo, man, honestly, I hate that thing. When you, you tell people you do an art, they're like, oh, do a thing. I like, know, <laughs> but they did anyway. I was like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll do it, but just don't look at me. They yeah. like turn around. You know all those TikToks with kids doing this, yeah, like singing yeah. for the first time. I kind of did that with my friend for real. Oh. And they were like, "What? You sound so different." Blah blah blah. And it's I've never heard you sing. Now me I want to know. Oh shit! <laughs> like I'm just like. No, I do a thing. No, I want to know. Can you sing? Let me drop you a beat. Cardi B walk. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I might, I might send you my, uh, I'll Recording. send you my SoundCloud. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I haven't sung in so long. Because now I'm curious. Mm. <laughs> Another thing I didn't know about Noha, because I too did not know you sang. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the things I hide. It's a very yeah. secretive thing. Uh, yeah, I'm like, know. what? Yeah, oh, it's a funny. trauma response. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is. <laughs> so oh. you sing during moments of. Trauma? Oh, no, no. It, I don't sing because of trauma. Oh, I see. I see. Because <laughs> I heard that completely differently. And I'm I like... started singing again because of another trauma. Yeah, yeah but we're going to convince Noha at some point to drop a mixtape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, introversion. I don't know. The world just wants you to be a certain way. And then when you are, they just love labels. Mm. This is the, the shy, tall kid. And then like it's like they, they force you into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... You're just boxed. Yeah, like, do you even have the choice anymore? Like, then it makes you think, how much of what we are is us, and or is it the world mm-hmm. shaping us, you know, to their own, like, what they oh. want us to be? Yeah. But I don't know, at least at this point, I feel like I've broken out, and I, I don't care about any uh, anything else, you know, what other people are saying or what they want me to do. Yeah. But yeah. Was there a moment when that happened to you? What made you actually not give a fuck? Honestly, I think, I think it had... Huh. I, I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember. It's, it's actually a very clear moment now that I think about it. It was obviously after school and um, we were going to start shooting my film Hafiz in about two or three weeks time. Like I, like I had been working on it. I had been rehearsing. I knew the lines and I had my voice figured out for everything. But in that, I don't know, I had like a panic attack just a few weeks before. And I'm, I was like, do I even know what the hell I'm trying to do? And it, the whole difficulty, the the mountain of what it was that I was attempting to do was it, like it was just present there, and I, I couldn't move. I actually, I don't think I've ever had a panic attack before this point. It's like fucked up, man. Like you can't move. <laughs> mm. it, you you just want to lie down, and the bre- your breathing is just. And I don't know. I couldn't do anything. Like I was trying to do the lines, and yeah, I hit it. I, hit, I don't know, I'm just rambling. <laughs> but but I, I don't know, soon after that, like a few days after that, or no, it was honestly, like I just took it, I pushed it all the way up till the shooting. And then on the, literally the first few shots, I'm like, I'm going to do this. And it's going to happen and it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And it was good. Mm-hmm. 
Please watch my film on October 30th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please do plug it, actually. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, it was just a very, I don't even know, man. Sometimes it's so difficult for me to put words on what I'm feeling or what yeah. this is or what that is. Because I, I just know how things feel. I don't know how to describe them. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. No, because even when I was younger, right? Like I was an introvert. I didn't know too many words or anything. <laughs> that makes any sense. <laughs> Did you have a moment when you stopped uh, caring about what people think of you? Um, no, I don't know. I think caring about what people think about you. I think even still like now to some degree, I still worry about that. Because I'll go into meetings and I'll go into projects and I'm too scared to speak up because I'm like oh they think mm. I'm a dumbass oh my god I'm so worried about this and so I think even still now that's something I struggle with and I know I've talked to Ed about it before and he's always like you just need to like not give a fuck anymore mm. who cares what they think and it's like easier said than done mm. you know but no I think that's something I still struggle with mm. uh, probably not as bad as when I was younger though because I think when we're younger, um, teenage years, high school. Like, I think you're surrounded by certain groups of friends that you're like, oh, I just really want to fit in. And mm-hmm. I just want to, I don't know, fit in with these friends and whatever, whatever. And so you you try a little, you care more mm-hmm. about what they think. And then as you get older and your friend group gets smaller and it becomes more people that you just genuinely value in your life, I think that is like the shift where you're like, well, I don't really care anymore. Mm. But I think because work life is still so new, that's like an area where I, I struggle. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I was 16 when I stopped giving a fuck. Wow. Yeah. That's early. That is good. Yeah. I wish that happened to me when I was 16. Yeah, no kidding. Mm. Like, screw people. So what happened? Questions. Like, you just woke up one morning? Um, I moved schools and... I also thought I could be whoever I wanted to be. That's why I want to move away. <laughs> mm. you, it doesn't um, I know. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I moved schools. And there were certain people who are to remain nameless that I just decided I'm going to distance myself from them. And that I'm going to find my own group of friends in high school. And, uh, and I did. And that was the first time that I was like, I was like, wow, people who are my friends could actually care about me and love me. Because, like, the others didn't. They just didn't give a fuck about mm-hmm. me. And they were just, like, bullies, put me down in every, like, possible way. And I internalized that and, like, thought I was a piece of shit, even though it was really them. Mm-hmm. And and when I, when I moved schools, I was like, okay, what, like, I don't want to live like this forever. What can I do to change this? I, like, I refuse to be a victim of, like, be a bullied person i started having my own friends anyway so when i stopped caring about their opinion and i found my own group of friends i was like wow that is very liberating i could actually like not give a fuck about what people think like they didn't matter to me anymore like people who mattered to me were people who loved me yeah and they obviously like were more objective with the way they would criticize whatever i did or whatever so yeah so I stopped, I stopped giving a fuck at 16 and then uh, my dad died at 17. So that it was harder to give a fuck about people when I was grieving. Mm-hmm. And then I moved countries and I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like I just really like got to work on myself. Like mm-hmm. I'm so depressed. Um, and I continue now to not give a fuck about what people think of me because I, I am and will always be different. 
than than people here. I just didn't grow yeah. up here, so I will always be different. Um, and as long as it's something that I'm comfortable with, I will remain being who I am because yeah. like, I won't. I will never become like a hundred percent Canadian. Well, I think you mentioned like quite a few significant events in your life that really like changed like your personality as you mm-hmm. like went through like obviously like the bullying and going through like you know when you're in high school like those years are just like those years are crappy to begin with so you like you already had that going on and then your father passing and then moving to another country like these are just constant events and they after were in events. succession right? yeah they just came it's like one you don't give a fuck to the power of like three or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. i'm like so consumed it's, like, it's exponential yeah. i can't I, there is, I don't have it in me to give a fuck yeah yeah which is good it's the right way to be. Mm-hmm. So it also helps with being an extrovert because, or like being extroverted sometimes because then I can be like, yeah, I'll be on this stage and I'll just say some dumbass yeah. shit and okay. then, you know, take me or leave me. Yeah. I love that dumb, <laughs> dumbass shit. You know, when we were in classes together, I'd be like, yeah, I want to be in a group with Noha because Noha will speak up. <laughs> like, I was always like, Noha will do the speaking for us. And you know what? <laughs> business students like they like <laughs> stick up their ass and they were like so like fucking like ego oh my god power like crazed yeah and even though i was a quiet in their mind probably like weird kid i was like i don't care about you man you can't like yeah bully me into taking my part of the presentation the day before the presentation mm-hmm. like fuck you yeah like, i didn't get some students man i was like you would do your work and it would be all right. And they would just rewrite it. And you yes. get like a C minus anyways. I know. Like, what was the they, point of you rewriting suck. this? I know. We're old. <laughs> <laughs> Adulting means you get old. And that is um, not always a great thing. But you stop giving a fuck. <laughs> you know, one final thought. Yeah. I think that's why old grandpas. Yes. Don't give a shit. Yes. Walking around underwear and stuff. so old. Yeah. yeah they just or like farting in public and oh, yell at you. <laughs> Farting in public, I was like, "Why? What?" I thought it just meant yelling at you and like not caring yeah, and being yeah, yeah. grumpy. Or like, yeah, just being grumpy and like yelling yeah. at you all the time. I'm like, I'm you, here for it. You do you. You're a mood now. Yeah, and they don't give a fuck. And I feel like I can't wait to be so old to like not really so, not give a fuck. Noha really wants to be like 85. Really, if she <laughs> yeah. could live like forever, grandma. I'll be 85. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'll be past, like, the yeah. whole, like, settling for, like... Yeah, huh, everything. I, maybe yeah. that's a new goal. 85. Like, people will have to accept you no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't matter, even if they don't. Fuck yeah, them. you're right, even if they don't. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, to conclude, Omar's birthday week. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're... We are getting old. We <laughs> look forward to not giving a fuck. <laughs> This definitely yeah. isn't in response to any midlife crisis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. No identity crises there. No. We just want to share our story. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to Real Diverse. I'm Nohan. I'm Omar. And I'm Leanna. Follow us on Instagram at Real Diverse Podcast or send us your own problems at Real Diverse Podcast at gmail.com. See ya. See ya. Bye. on instagram and send us emails at real diverse podcast at gmail at gmail.com oh i thought we were doing just the put IG. it in the description 
I will put it in the description. Let's do that again. <laughs> also, um, Otis says bye. He's oh. <laughs> I heard you say he's bi. <laughs> I was like, I thought we established he was gay. Oh, <laughs> His sexuality. <laughs> um, that could be another episode. <laughs> Leanna's dog sexuality. <laughs> Hi, baby. Oh, what did you mean? All right. Oh, um, uh, follow us at Real So, do you think that your personality has changed with your ow, age? Ow, dude. What is? Stop <laughs> doing that. Oh. No. Go. Oh, no. <laughs> Look at him waddle over oh. there. Oh, my God. He's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> He's like, doesn't know what it is. Oh, oh, my God. It's so sad. sad. <laughs> <laughs> if only we could record this. Like video. Oh, he wants to play fetch. No, I'm sorry, baby. We're recording. Oh, he learned how to play fetch. He's not very good at it. Still, no, okay. he still hasn't learned. I think he wants his cone back. No, he does not want his cone <laughs> back. That is the last thing he wants. <laughs> Would you want a cone on no, you? No, I wouldn't want a cone. <laughs>